Welcome to a new episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4. I am Ronaldo McKenzie. This episode is entitled, The World Now Has Two Global Challenges. But before I begin, there's a new update. It's day four and Kiev, Ukraine, the capital of Ukraine, is still holding against the Russians. The Ukrainians are coming together and holding firm. From waiters to economists, soldiers and politicians, ordinary men, women and children. They are using anything they can find to hold off the attack on their sovereignty. Women are singing the national anthem as they clean broken pieces of glasses. Aftermath of a Russian bomb, still full of hope and the sense of the nation. The Ukrainians and their president, Zelensky, must be commended for their courage and bravery to be outgunned by Russia and still able to hold the capital, Kiev, for a fourth day. Unlike the cowardice of the Afghanistan officials who fled after a successful coup attempt by the Taliban. If Fidel Castro and Cuba could stand up to post-industrial countries' aggression, Ukraine can. It takes courage, strong belief in self, and willingness to fight and die for country. Using your intimate knowledge of the territory and unconventional tactics on Russia, plus foreign support. Of course, we're hearing that the other countries are now recognizing this stance, the fact that this small country can hold off Russia. They are seeing their fight, they are seeing their belief, and now it's boiling over and spilling over. So these other countries now are sharing their artillery. I believe, was it Germany? Who has never... Uh, shared their their artillery uh, with uh, missiles with other countries are now now doing so and they sent sent a shipment of that to Ukraine. And this is a good sign because the Ukrainians are using all their fight to do so. So, the world now has two global challenges. One is in Europe. Putin and Russia and Russian aggression. Second is China in Asia and their push to become the new superpower. You can see my podcast, The Neoliberal Round, on Apple, Anchor, or on Spotify. Uh, it's called The Neoliberal Round, where I have an episode called Who Rules America? China or corporations that this season actually and it's season one season two of episode two of season two you can check that out where I talk about uh, uh, an episode where the episode was entitled who rules America and from that I lift up William Dumhorst's book who rules America where he talks about corporation that was in 2010 And in 2002, Charles Perrault has a book that looks at how corporations have become the dominant feature in American life. And now, from that, I ask the question, if corporations rule America, who rules America? And the conclusion for for later study, 
is for now it's becoming China because of because they're able to tap into this American greed and nepotism, which is now the new kind of ethic that is contained in our capitalism. A paradigm shift from the old ethic, the barren ethic of where Max Weber had identified the ethic which was based on a protestant ethic of hard work and savings. But, of course, with the Russian aggression, we're now saying that the world now has two global challenges. It's not just the fact that China, China, China's goal of becoming the new superpower, but also Russia. So you can check that podcast out. And I, I think I, and I also did a, did a, did an article about this, in the neoliberal commentary on LinkedIn, and is submitting a paper on academia.edu that explores this further. Now, China and Russia are socialist countries with a kind of totalitarian system of government. While the West is seeking to develop partnerships. And to, de- and to rule by neoliberal strategy, which pivots to corporate greed that is not easily detected, the East, which includes China and Russia, is still living in the past, using past values of a world that used intimidation and aggression to realize its goal of world domination and control. So the question of who rules America becomes even broader to who rules the world. We have suggested that it is global elites across countries, even though China and Russia have their own personal national interests that defies this. However, there are elites in Russia and China who form and are part of the ruling interests in these countries. Without their support and approval, China and Russia cannot act. Hence, the application of the current sanctions on Russia, on Russian oligarchs, which may affect their ability to continue to support Putin. And uh, let me flesh this out a little bit more. I'm saying... Because of the connections within these countries, China and Russia, as much as we want to believe that they are communist or socialist countries, they have oligarchs, they have wealthy elites who have business interests in China and Russia, and they're connected to the business interests in Western countries. And so you, so the, the fact that Sanctions, the, the cont- Western countries, the US and other post-industrial countries are slow to apply sanctions and are careful and very strategic in the application of sanctions on Russia. It is in, so as to protect against any sanction that may affect these oligarchs and these wealthy interests in China and Russia, which may also come back to affect certain business interests in these Western countries, in their own countries. That is the point I'm making here. So, when I talk about 
a kind of glo- a global elitism. That is what I'm pointing to. So it's not just the fact that, of course, it's just China, China's interests and Russian interests, but there is an issue of global elitism. But of course, China's and Russia's personal interest probably is defining this. These elites in China and Russia are closely connected with elites in the West and therefore have business interests with each other. Each of these elites' successes are dependent on the other's success. This is why it is so difficult to apply any real sanctions to Russia until now. Because all of these post-industrial countries, elites, have interests with each other and are careful not to sabotage that through any sanctions that may affect their business interests and wealth. So, that is the global challenge that we have. But we, we will continue to explore this particular issue. And I hope that you continue to listen to the Neoliberal Podcast and continue to share this podcast with your friends and provide feedback as to how we may improve this program. Thank you so much and have a great day.